Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. For our general knowledge and all of our investors out there that like to travel around to different areas, we are talking about the top 10 real estate markets in the U.S. that will dominate in 2023. Yes. You are going to have to travel a little bit because Tri-Cities is not on the list, list this year. This year. Um, but I'll tell you what, we do have some great inventory, though, and um, the white stuff is not slowing us down. We do have a pick three, and we've had some stuff rocking and rolling with showings and selling. But pick number one I've got here for you, 3194 Van Buren in Kennewick. This is a move-in ready rambler in Apple Valley Estates, three mm-hmm. bedroom, two bath, plus an office, 1939 square feet, um, LVP flooring in the main areas, vaulted ceilings, beautiful kitchen with large island, stainless steel appliances, um, full tile backsplash, uh, corner pantry, gas range, awesome, awesome kitchen. Private primary suite has a large bath, dual sink vanity, walk-in shower, um, quiet neighborhood, really close to highway access, schools, groceries, great location. And that's coming in priced at $514,900 on that one. Pig number two, 6709 Silvercrest Court in Pasco. This is a three-bedroom, two-bath on over a half acre. This has Mm -hmm. those large lots that are hard to find in Butter Creek Estates there. Vaulted ceilings, large windows, laminate wood flooring throughout, almost 1,900 square feet here as well. Um, Split bedroom design for that privacy with the other bedrooms on the other side of the home. Kitchen is great for gathering. Laundry, utility, mudroom also has storage in it. Um, Covered patio, low maintenance fenced yard. Just a fantastic, fantastic West Pasco property. And that's coming in at 464,900. And then pick number three, I'm going to take you out to Colotus because it's hard to find um, these quiet country properties in such good shape. 6.6 private acres, 1768 square foot, four bedroom, two bath home, um, extended front porch, landscaping um, around the sidewalk area, laminate wood flooring in the kitchen and utility, vaulted ceilings, um, welcoming kitchen with breakfast bar, split bedroom design here as well. Um, you've got irrigation out there from, from their well. Um, lots of possibilities for micro farming or gardening there. And that's coming in at 370,000 for 6.6 acres in a be- in a beautiful setting. So real estate, um, real estate deals still coming. Do not let the weather be a deterrent for you right now. Um, buyers that are out there looking right now for some of these, like these pick threes, mm-hmm. less competition buyers and a good opportunity to pick something up before the end of the year. So McKay, I don't know what it is about this top 10 real estate, but I have been very, very fortunate um, that I have been through a lot of these places in mm-hmm. the last in the last four months. So number four on the list for the top real estate market um, in 2023, Worcester, Massachusetts. So it's like the Worcestershire sauce. Yes, exactly. So when I was back um, in Boston um, visiting, I here's another place that I was through. Um, median home price here, though, very much you know similar to Tri Cities, four forty seven five hundred. But here's the thing: price change expected in twenty twenty three, ten point six percent. So, this has kind of been one of those one of those areas where 
if you can't afford Boston, you go mm-hmm. out to Worcester and the prices, you know, Boston's median is up around 740. So, mm. so way higher. Um, and so this is an area where you can, you get people coming out of those metro areas. You know, they've, they've had a lot of interest because you can still find a good typical family home for 300,000 to 325,000 or, you know, smaller, you know, smaller sized home for that first time home buyers, for instance, it could be any number of people looking, but to find something in that price range, 300 and 325,000, much easier in that market. And so they're looking for price appreciation in that market. Another one, East Coast, just killing it on some of these bedroom communities um, Buffalo, New York. So Buffalo, New York at one time was a huge manufacturing powerhouse, um, but a lot of plants closed over the years. Um, but that market now appears to be turning around a little bit. And so what you have is prices in that metro area rising between 3 to 5% annually, which traditionally up until you know six years ago mm-hmm. was what we saw happening in, in Tri-Cities. But here's the thing about Buffalo that's crazy. Median home price, $239,000. Price change expected in 2023, 6%. And sales change growth up 6% there as well. So that's a market that's really rebounding to what they were seeing a, a couple of years ago. Now, this next one surprised me. Hmm. Um, and I have not been here. So I can't like I can't give firsthand account for this one. But number six on the market, Augusta, Georgia. Huh. I didn't realize the median price in Augusta, I would have thought it had been higher. But you know, what do I know? I just see like the masters on TV, yeah. right? You know, I guarantee the median price in Augusta, 318000 not what we're seeing on, on TV. But um, a market that's expected to have price appreciation of 5.7%. So Ooh. they also um, have U.S. military, you know, the Army installation is there as well. And so when you look at that, they're going to have that steady influx of people in and out. So what we talked about at the top of the show, solid economies that are near big employment centers, those those are the markets that that are thriving in that environment. Number seven, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hmm. Median home price there, 358000 Expected, this was crazy to me, expected price change up 10% there. Wow. Okay. And so um, this is just east of Lake Michigan, really known well for its brewery scene. Um, and um, college graduates as well, they're deciding to stick around. So... What you have, you know, what you have happening in that is first-time homebuyers being able to afford that price point. Um, you know, you have the rates maybe coming back down a little bit, interest coming up again. Um, so one of the things you also have too is people are starting to see in areas like this um, parents that have grown children that are moving back to be closer to grandchildren, and that that really fueled a lot of Tri Cities growth as well that we've seen in the in the last couple of years. So. Um, Grand Rapids, Michigan, making the list with a huge potential price increase next year of 10%. That's a lot of appreciation yeah. for, for in a market that we've seen change dr- dramatically. 
Number eight um, on making the list, Columbia, South Carolina. So the, the hmm. capital of South Carolina. Also, we've been talking about university towns. So you've got University of South Carolina there as well. And a military base. I mean, they have the trifecta right now yeah. of what's driving uh, appreciation. And so that one, not a big surprise. And then also um, number nine on the list, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. So two hours southeast of Nashville, which I got to tell you, I mean, Nashville, every time you turn around, you're hearing Nashville's like the star of the of yeah. the South, right, you know, right now with the, you know, the music scene. But more than that, the tourism, um, it seems like I can't read a housing article with uh, talking about growth or building in in Nashville. But what happens with some of those big metros, people try to find a better priced bedroom community for for that. And Chattanooga is is looks like will be the recipient of of some of that and then the last one on the list i don't know if i'm going to get here mckay Hmm. have you ever been to toledo ohio no okay it's an hour south of detroit on the Mm -hmm. banks of lake erie this is the cheapest housing market to hit the list um and so Median price in 2022, and I double checked this because I thought it was a typo when I read the report. A hundred and sixty-one thousand one hundred. Wow. Um, and so a lot of out-of-state buyers and investors have been lured by these lower price points in these market. They're looking for a price change in 2023 of six point seven percent. Um, and this is one of those areas where they didn't see huge of uh, like very huge pandemic driven pricing and growth. So interesting to see a price point of one hundred sixty one thousand there. That's um, cheap. There are choices for for buyers. It says in the in the article. Um, but I can't tell you, McKay. I don't know what industry there. They didn't even mention it in in here. I think they just put a cheap market on on this on this report. Well, so. I know the University of Toledo is there, the Toledo Rockets, because uh, yeah. ESPN carries a lot. They're the ones that play a lot of their college football on Wednesday nights. Yep. Okay. The Mac, gotcha. The Mid American Conference. Okay. Yeah. Kind of cheesy how I know that, but yeah. No, that hey, they've got to be known for something in the, in that case. But if you're working remotely and you find it and it doesn't matter where you live and you can buy a lot yeah. of house for a lot of bang for your buck um, that is a market that looks like has appreciation coming in 2023 so really interesting just to recap and kind of look at that and this is what we kind of talked about I've been saying all along that I expect our market here to normalize back to that three to five percent appreciation rate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what is starting to happen. And the reason why they're labeling these markets as room for growth, because we might have to go through, you know, we might have to go through in the markets that did appreciate really, really fast. We might have to go through a year or two of stagnant pricing where it's the same, you know, or a or a much slower level of growth, like we've talked about, would be three to five percent. Much slower than what we've seen in the last five years, but not what I would say not normal because, Mm -hmm. you know, I spent, you know, 15 years of my career in a market that that was like that here. So, so we definitely not on that list for 2023, but I think um, we are returning to a market that will mirror 
what we are seeing in this report. And that's the big takeaway for us here locally More in the Tri-Cities is a 3 to 5% appreciation rate based upon our employment, which we have amazing employment information right now coming out of Tri-Cities job growth, mm-hmm. you know, very, very high salaries in, in a lot of those positions in those industries. So it um, definitely makes me, you know, makes me have a very positive impact on that. But I do expect to see us mirror some of the stuff that is going on in that report. If you have any questions about what we went over today or need an analysis of what your home could sell for in the mm-hmm. new year, the snow does not scare us. I just no. want to make that perfectly clear. We can still get an accurate um, pricing for people that want to be ready in the new year and ready to go on the market when that calendar changes over to 2023. Go to KenmoreTeam.com, shoot us a message. We would be glad to help out. And we will be right back here next week. Right here on... Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore Team. And I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real real estate update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct on my cell phone at 727-8977 or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. Mr. John McKay, how you doing over there? Well, I'm liking my snow. I know that a lot of people want to throw tomatoes at me for that, but yeah. You slid in here. Okay. I got four-wheel drive. I can climb trees. You can climb trees. It's just the stopping that's usually the I I do not go fast. I do not drive faster than conditions. Good. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what. I am... I'm. Uh, if I can be tired, which doesn't happen very often, it is. I we have. It was a party week. Oh. Um, I mean, team party for the company. Um, party for other real appreciation party for other realtors in our market. Um, I'm just about partied out, McKay. <laughs> so, tis the season, right? No, mm-hmm. but it's no, but it's going really good. It was actually, it was fantastic. It was a fun week. We um, we always host a realtor appreciation party because we know for our clients how important that is to have good cooperation by the other agent on the other side. So we do a fun little party. Invite agents that have co-opt on transactions with us. Give, give away some money prizes and some, we call it the extra commission giveaway party. And uh, so anyway, it was a great turnout and a good way to have good relationships with that agent on the other side of the transaction. So, yes. So it was a, it was a fun week and, um, and it was great. Um, absolutely great to, great to see, to see everybody out there for that. So McKay, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're coming up on the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so the part about this that is awesome is it gives me tons of content for the radio show. Yes. <laughs> but I got to tell you, so uh, when I was scrolling for the crazy celebrity real estate story, um, I came across, as I was doing the research, I came across this article out of LA Times. Um, and it was awesome because they had a crazy housing story from 22. They call it the avocado of the year. And so I, I started reading into this, and it has it does have some significance. So I thought I would I thought I would um, bring it up because uh, over the course of the past of the past two weeks, I've heard a number of people talk about this, and that as in the last two years, many states have either had legislation pending or have looked at um, our neighbor Oregon being one of them 
legislation that did away with single family zoning. Yeah. Which created a ton of issues and blowback on the opposite side of the spectrum. Yes. So basically what what they were saying in those situations is as housing became, you know, less affordable, prices were going up so drastically, people were trying to find ways to have additional housing units. And so the one of the ways you do that is by increasing density, smaller lot sizes. So a lot of times people would say, well, I would build another house and there would be more housing available if you would let me say, par- you know, partition off the back half of my lot where mm-hmm. my p- current house is. Then I could put, you know, what's called an ADU, accessory dwelling unit back there for an extended family. Or yeah. I could just build an- another full house back there. So certain states went ahead and came up with different sorts of legislation that basically did away with single family zoning. The problem that that created for a lot of people is a lot of people felt like the opposite side of that argument is, hey, I bought a house in a neighborhood that was single family zoning that Mm -hmm. had primarily owners and I didn't want to live in a neighborhood that had a lot of rentals. We hear that. Or apartment buildings or duplexes or fourplexes. Exactly. So now they're saying like, you're telling me that now my neighbor can just turn his, you you know, partition off the, you know, far side of his lot, put another house back there. And then, you know, now we have renters right, right next door in a very tight quarters. So that was the argument to get it. A, a um, city in wealthy Silicon Valley, the community of Woodside, earlier this year, the LA Times reported, they um, they found a loophole because California passed, um, it was Senate Bill 9, they call it their split lot law, um, but Woodenville um, went ahead and found a clause that said they prohibited development in areas of identified habitats for protected species. So the town council passed an ordinance um, that said that they had um, prime mountain lion habitat in their town, which would prevent any of the lot splits from from happening. Um, And so it's real. It was really, really interesting to read through this to, to say that the designation of mountain lion habitat to combat another law for affordable housing was probably the biggest avocado of the year that they saw <laughs> in to, in 2022. So I, I thought that was really interesting. It was actually the very first article that I had ever seen that tied mountain lions to, out to housing um, law. So there you have it. That is for sure. And coming out of Silicon Valley, that for sure was this week's crazy celebrity realist real estate story. In relation to that story, interestingly enough, we just got back from a uh, property management seminar. And because of legislature for that, um, it was really interesting to listen at a property management seminar that we went to that when this law went into effect in certain states, a lot of people immediately jumped on the old split level houses. Okay, because so you've got a split level Mm -hmm. house. And if you remember that, you know, you open that front door, you walk into that landing, one set of stairs goes up, one set of stairs goes down. Single family zoning goes away. What some people went did is they went to the front of that house. They built one wall 
And then they, instead of having the door there, they made two doors, one on the left, one on the right, goes up, one goes down, and they turned that um, split level home into a duplex. Oh. See, because now they can, it's not, you know, it's not single family zoning anymore there. So they made that a split. Um, and the, and they in the property management world, they just call that a split. Now, it has significant additional issues from a rental standpoint because you've got, uh, like, for instance, you've probably got a shared HVAC unit in that house, Ooh. shared power meter. So how do you handle all that? It gets complicated, but just so you know, the other side of the coin, that was a loophole that we saw come into play where people were, you know, maximizing their returns. Because from an investment standpoint, you look at that dollars and cents, you're getting two units out of one maximizing rent. You know, it looks pretty attractive on the investment side, um, but two sides to every coin. <laughs> yeah. Right? So we, so we got to look at the rest parking and, and, and everything else. But along with my crazy celebrity real estate story, that is my spin on that with actual on boots on the ground property management experience that we're looking at. So super, um, super fun show to talk talk about today, especially when we go and look back to what we had last year. But today's show is I wait for this report to come out every year and Realtor.com has released their report for what they say are the 10 real estate markets that will dominate in 2023. Ooh. Now we had this exact we had this show last year because I, I think it's important for people nationally to look around and it has a lot of relationship to our local market. Now last year was pretty exciting because we had two of the top 10 in Washington. We had the um, Seattle area, the Spokane area. Mm-hmm. We had four West Coast cities last year on the report. Um, and this year there are zero West Coast cities wow. on, on that report. I mean, wow how the tides can change in one year. So just saying, though, the 10 real estate markets that will dominate in 2023, what, what does that mean? So I want to kind of go through the criteria of what's a market that they consider dominating or, or doing well? What's the, what's the criteria? If we had to define that market, what does, what does it look like? And so to start off with, we've, I've got to give you the predictions for what the report says for the entire U.S. So for the entire U- U.S. on sales growth, now that's different than price growth, but on sales growth, the number of transactions, the, they're estimating that next year nationwide will be down 14%. There will be 14% less transactions in, in 2023. Now, price though, they're actually calling for 5.4% appreciation. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, um, and so we've got to look at what that means market to market. Okay. And so when we look at that and they have a combined number, they put that together with, if you look at sales growth and price growth, you're looking at a combined number of, you know, down roughly 8.7, 8.7%. So what defines though, a market that will dominate and what are some of the characteristics that they use that come up in this in this report? Um, I've already let the cat out of the bag and told you, you, you we know Tri-Cities is not going to be on that list. And we've been mm-hmm. on some of these national lists the last couple of years. Nothing on the West Coast on, on that list. That's curious. Well, number one that they're looking at is um, 
very affordable markets, mm. right? Okay. And so our prices have gone through the roof. Our prices have gone up, gone up a lot. And that's very quickly correlated to item number two. And that is did not overheat in the pandemic. Okay. Mm. And so they're looking at markets that, that likely did not overheat in the pandemic. Number three, um, prices with room to grow. Okay. So when you look at that, the definition of that lower priced homes that locals can afford. Okay. So if you, if you look at say the median income of, of Tri-Cities households, and then you look at the average price now, um, you know, being in that range 450, we've months, if you look at specific months, we've seen Mm -hmm. anywhere from 450 to 475 month to month this year, median us price being 417,000. So we're above that already. So you got to look at, um, what type of upward mobility price growth there is in that market as well. Now, here's one thing that that does hold us very steady, though. It might not be enough to rank on the national growth scale, but all of these all of these cities that are listed on here have solid economies that are near big employment centers. Okay, that that was okay. really that was really one of the common themes that that you that you looked at here. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into this. Um, but most of these are mid-sized metropolitan areas okay. um, that offer those lower-priced homes that those locals can still afford. So, so here's here's an in, an interesting one: Hartford, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay, um, and so median home list price there three hundred and seventy-two thousand four hundred. So lower than the tri than the Tri Cities market. Okay, they're estimating that price growth there will still be in 2023 eight and a half percent. So outperforming mm. the national average, um, and the sales change at six and a half percent. So Hartford's known as it's really known as the insurance capital of the world. I think yeah. a lot of people have heard of Hartford, you know, Hartford Insurance. The okay? Hartford. Yeah. And so um, Cigna's there as well. Atina's there as well. Um, and so what you're also getting is that basically Hartford, and I, I, I've actually been through Hartford because Mia's over there playing hockey <laughs> yeah. so in the last couple of months. And so nice looking area. I mean, I personally was there myself and went through that market and I can't help but look at houses when I'm around there. So it's about 90 minutes southwest of Boston. So it's close to Boston, two and a half hours mm-hmm. northeast of New York City. Um, and so what did we see happen during the pandemic? We saw, you know, work from home, remote work, people leaving some of those big metropolitan areas. This is a great central location that offers access, you know, within two and a half hours to both Boston and New York City. So, so attractive like that, a lot of people still moving there from, from out of state. So when you look at that coupled with the jobs that they have in the insurance market, um, you're going to see that homes there are still getting multiple offers in that market. So Hartford, Connecticut coming in at num- at number one. And honestly, it was just kind of dumb luck that I had been through there myself. But, uh, but it's easier to speak to when I've traveled through and seen some of these seen some of these cities. You cover your bases. Number two on the list for um, hottest dominating market in 2023 predicted 
El Paso, Texas. Wow. Okay, El Paso. It's on the western tip of Texas, you know, with the border mm-hmm. of Mexico. Um, but here's the thing, and here's what's happened with some of these cities. Um, that's where Fort Bliss is. So the Army installation, Fort Bliss is there, right? So there's a lot of movement of service people in and out of that housing market. Okay? College Town 2, University of Texas, El Paso. Exactly. And so when, when you look at that, you're, there's movement in a, in a market like that. Um, and so about 40% of the buyers in that metro purchased with all cash, the other 24% with VA loans. There's the bulk of what's going on. But listen listen to this with El Paso, though. Um, median home price there, 290000 So a much lower. They were not nearly as affected um, by that. And they're looking at price change estimates in 2023 of 5.4%. Of 5. So... So there, there's another, there's another great, great example. Number three on the list: markets to dominate in 2023. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, home of the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. and if you're really following Kentucky Fried Chicken, as, yeah, as as well. Um, but they are a big manufacturing center. Okay, and so with big manufacturing center. Um, also, just well, Louisville Slugger. Yeah, same like El Paso. Listen to this too, and I, I was surprised by this. It's always fun to get this list. Median home price there two hundred and ninety thousand as well. Okay, Ooh. and so once again, you've got people coming in from other states. Okay, and people are looking for more space. People are looking for a nice place. To live, they have mm-hmm. good, you know, they have good media with the Kentucky Derby and and the other events that they have there. So, so that's another market where you can get, you know, a decent sized house. Like I just pulled up some examples. There was a brick three bedroom, one and a half bath, one level, large deck, and I pulled up the pricing on it. Two hundred seventy-five thousand. I mean, so you, wow. you you look at that. So you're going to have investors paying attention to that. That looking at these markets um, and people making moves into these markets that still have room to grow. So that got us through one through three on the list. When we come back, we're going to get our pick three here in the Tri-Cities market. And then we're going to go through four through 10 on the top real estate markets that will dominate in the U.S. in 2023. Right here on News Talk 870.